Many times, people think they require a portfolio or designation to lead. This is far, far from the truth. In this episode, we'll be looking at how to lead from behind. Welcome to episode 9 of Beyond the Suits with President. I want to thank you all for the positive feedback and the likes and the shares and the reshares and the retweets and also most importantly the constructive criticisms it's really helped me you know uh, get better it really means a lot to me and i i promise to always provide content that you would find useful and valuable as an employee an employer or a business person but let's go straight in i once had a superior boss who was grossly incompetent no cap, truant, and most importantly, worked at cross purposes with the organization. You could always hear her use her mouth to run down the organization. She would say lots of negative stuff and spread all manner of gossip about colleagues and superiors. She provided little or no sense of direction or leadership. What was more difficult was that I was heading a smaller unit under her and they and they very often looked up to me for inspiration it was very difficult to show leadership without her thinking you were a threat anyways i found my way around it and i'll share a few tips with you on how i have always led from behind because even apart from that particular organization i have found myself leading from behind severally yeah there are a few tips uh, that you could learn from this particular episode that you could apply to your workspace and see some form of results so firstly leadership is responsibility take responsibility i realized that leadership went way beyond the title and the type and and the 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 nomenclature of, of leadership or of the office those titles only existed for administrative convenience so i decided to take responsibility I oftentimes did more than was expected of me. I took responsibility for the success, the overall success of the office. I ensured that I didn't just win, but that almost everybody around me also won. Okay? And I ensured that things didn't go bad under my watch. Even if they were not particularly under my um, care, but... If I observe something going wrong, I, 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 I made sure that it didn't go wrong for too long. So, I wasn't nosy. No, I was just concerned and there's a very, very big difference about that. You don't have to be nosy to be concerned. You don't have to be nosy. If you see, if you see a, 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 a puddle of water on a tiled floor in the office, it, it's not being nosy if you can quickly get the attention of one of the environmental staff or cleaners to clean it up you know it's not being nosy it's being it's being concerned because that could make a customer slip and fall or even a staff and that could cause serious work injuries you wouldn't want that so that's being concerned secondly bring harmony to the team it is very often said that teamwork makes the dream work i noticed that even that when the leadership is when leadership is seriously lacking the the, the serious disharmony amongst the staff 
everywhere in, in my in that office was just everybody everybody was just um, doing their own thing and doing what they felt like whether it was right or whether it was wrong nobody cared because there was nobody actually supervising there was no leadership it was more like a head of sheep without shepherd just imagine i loved uh, i loved this quote by alexander the great when he once said i'm not afraid of an army of lions led by a sheep i am afraid of an army of sheep led by a lion so what did i do i had to become the lion because i had already been taking responsibility before now my colleagues had taken notice of me and i had begun to win their respect i suddenly became a rallying point i suddenly became the person that they looked to for direction it was unconscious it was unconscious I ensured that they did what they were supposed to do in love. I did not lord it over anyone. They simply just respected me and many of them even wished I was the overall manager. Now to the third point. Never ever fight the head. Now once I got to this stage, there was a very high tendency for pride to creep in and for me to feel like I was better than my superior and I could easily even fit into um, her office. <laughs> well, I had to continually remind myself that that wasn't my motivation. My motivation was more noble than that. I didn't like the lack of leadership, motivation and direction. And I wanted, I wanted to seriously change that. Of course, word had gone around and my boss had, had noticed how influential I was. But I never ceased to assure her of my unflinching support and loyalty. I didn't go all Absalom on her. You can check out Absalom and David, okay? I knew that there was something about constituted authority and I would I would be the last person to rebel against constituted authority. It wasn't a worthy fight for me. I mean, it was it was waste of effort, waste of energy. I knew I wasn't going to win. I just wanted to keep my job and provide a more inspiring uh, work condition or working condition for myself and for my colleagues. So I remained humble. I remained, I tried to remain below radar. I avoided the spotlight because I already knew that I was a beacon shining too brightly. I always hushed people who spoke ill of my boss within my earshot. I never ever entertained such conversations around me. And of course, word also went round to that effect. Now, listen to this very well. This is the secret. I believe you already know this. Most times, when people come to you to gossip about someone else, or your, especially your boss, um, they're actually spies. Okay? And they're trying to trap you with your words. They may have been spies sent by the boss or spies who came on their own. Now, they're looking for what he will say to take back to the boss. To report you and then you know gain favor some people like that so that's why even when you're getting arrested they'll tell you you have the right to remain silent so keep quiet you, you don't give them anything to use against you in, in the court of law <laughs> you don't give them anything to to use against you keep quiet don't entertain such conversations any conversation that speaks ill about your boss hush it especially in the office you can go home and discuss your boss anyhow with your spouse or those who are not in your office you know like your friends your close friends but when you're in the office ensure that you do not have conversations with people 
that speak ill about your or your boss or don't even be caught dead speaking ill about your boss it's not good this is a very very crucial part never rebel against constituted authority even the bible says that rebellion is equal to witchcraft never try to outshine your boss or make him or her look stupid even if they are stupid you should help cover it up i once had a a leader one time that uh, uh, if you look at both of us i always dressed better than him i looked like i was his leader (laughs) and it gave me a cause for concern because i knew that it wasn't about me it was about him he was and i knew that the, he he needed to be he needed to look good in the eyes of others he needed to look good in the eyes of others it was important to me that my leader looked good in the eyes of others even more than I did I, I preferred that he looked he was the one looking good and he didn't have dress sense he didn't have clothes he, he just didn't know how to dress I, I took it upon myself to literally change his wardrobe Yes, I did that free. Like, nobody paid me to. I did it myself. I literally changed his wardrobe. And suddenly, he began to look good. Yeah, even though I was still looking better, okay? (laughs) But he began to look very good. He began to look very good. And I was proud of my leader. So, don't try to outshine your boss. It's, it's, it's... Your boss is the one representing your your wherever you work. So if if you look better than him or her, I mean, what's the need? So try to ensure that your boss looks um, um, doesn't look stupid. And I'm not I'm not just speaking about clothes now. That was just an example, okay? But generally, even in competence and function, don't try to outshine your boss. Don't don't deliberately try to make him or her look stupid, even if they are stupid. Like I said, I think you should help them cover it up because there's some people who are actually stupid and they are dull. But you, you, you don't make it so obvious. Let other things make it obvious, not from your end, okay? You can't win by working at cross purposes with your superiors. You only make life more difficult for yourself in that organization. You I mean, you cannot win. Your superiors have the privilege to be in conversations, to be in meetings where you're not allowed to be in. And whatever they say about you is what will be believed by the superior, superior, superiors. You understand? So, you don't want to fight that fight. Now, keep doing all the good work, but always ensure that the glory is directed upwards. You don't need all the accolades now, so you don't attract unnecessary attention to yourself. Okay? Time will come for that. The truth is, as you continue, as you continually make, uh, keep making yourself more and more valuable, sooner or later nature will repay you this is not even something you have to pray about your promotion will be very close because you have proved faithful in little the bible says he that is faithful in little is faithful in much you, you once you have once you have done more than is expected of you consistently you'll be promoted you're not promoted for doing what you're supposed to do you're promoted for doing more than you are supposed to do so you don't even need to pray for that promotion it will come and now this promotion mustn't come from that particular office or that particular organization it could come as a better job a better uh, opportunity etc so don't forget this nature will pay you now for a healthy example of someone who has who has led from behind kindly read about my darling character in the bible joseph read about him in potiphar's house read about him in prison Read about him as the prime minister. You can get this in Genesis chapter chapters 40, 39 to 42. Very, very inspiring story. 
you will never catch where Joseph undermined Potiphar or undermined the prison wardens or the prison guards or undermined Pharaoh. He never did that. Read about it and you would enjoy, you would enjoy um, how uh, he tactfully led from behind and you saw how great he eventually became. And I appreciate your thoughts and comments on this. I want to know, uh, were there times when you found yourself in similar positions what did you do how did you lead from behind if there, i know that there are a lot more tips to apply but for time constraint i had to um, summarize them into these three but if you have any more um, comments on this i'd appreciate your feedback and i'd love to hear from you what your thoughts are remember you can follow us on instagram at beyond the suits with president and also um, don't forget to share don't forget to, if this if this actually did prove valuable this if we provided value for you don't forget to share this content and to to your friends and your colleagues and ensure that they listen and i'll really really appreciate that you can send us an email at beyond the suits at with president at gmail.com i look forward to hearing from you i look forward to seeing you next time with our next episode until next time remember that you are beyond the suits god bless you